So if you have capital, you want to still property appraisers, you can get these lists, uh, but you would probably want to tar target higher price properties mm -hmm. so that you can buy them outright and or you can buy properties that maybe you could subdivide. Now, that's when the when the uh, script changes, because you can get maybe a hundred thousand dollar lot subdivided into, I don't know, maybe 20 lots, something like that, and then sell it off lot by lot or maybe put a mobile home on it or, you know, start developing it in some way. And then that hundred thousand dollar lot. If you put structures on it, put houses on it of some kind, it could go from a hundred thousand to you know multi million, you know three mm. or four million. You but you have to have the tenacity to do that work. <laughs>what's up everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the none of your business podcast you've got sean and lacy here with you just as we are each and every week and we're super excited to be with you this week talking about a topic that at least in our world has become very um talked about in vogue a lot of people want to know um about real estate but today we're not talking homes residential real estate we're right. talking about land. And this could be a phenomenal opportunity for many of you because, you know, based off of Dave Steck, who's one of our uh, real estate mentors, mm -hmm. we teach a three-step process to building wealth. And so you have obviously cash flow. And that's one of the elements that we dedicate most of our time here on None of Your Business to helping our service providers to build a solid business through marketing, sales, and mindset techniques so that they can cash flow. But then a lot of you are at a situation in your business where you're like, yeah, I have cash flow. Maybe I'm doing seven figures in revenue and I need to know what do I do next? Well, the next step would be asset accumulation. So yep. you start to accumulate assets and today's discussion would fit into that category. And then you also have in the, in the third rung is wealth preservation. One of the unique things about real estate, about um, um, land and acquisition of that nature is it can oftentimes fulfill both rungs. So yep. we can be accumulating assets through land purchases, but we can also through depreciation and 1031 exchanges. And I'm sure our guests will speak about that. We can be taking um, some tremendous tax write-offs and advantages mm -hmm. that are critical to wealth preservation. And so that's why so many people are interested in the topic. And so we went out and we found someone who, um, one, knows what she's talking about, two, has done it herself, and three, I think very important because it's very easy, especially in real estate, to be a very male-dominated uh, world. And so she's a female entrepreneur that has made tons of success for herself. And so please welcome everybody, Christina Walls, to the None of Your Business podcast. Hi, Sean, Lacey. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, we're so excited to have you here. So Christina, just give us a little bit of history and a little bit of background about how you get into this topic and this profession of investing in land. So 
I had wanted to get into real estate some years ago and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't have the education. I don't have the money. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to even approach it, but it was, um, you know, in my heart and mind to do. And of course, everybody's like, oh, flipping houses. That's so sexy. And you know, all of that. So I started going to a local uh, RIA in um, where I live in central Florida. And I had hooked up with a couple investors who were doing, you know, the houses and um, all of that. And it just seemed to me like a lot of work. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, we got to get cabinets and floors and paint and all of this uh, private money. And uh, I had gone and taken a class uh, one Saturday morning um, uh, on land. And it was Jack Bosch a German guy talking about land. And as I was sitting there, I thought this really fits in with my lifestyle and how I want to create uh, a real estate business, meaning I could do it from anywhere. I didn't have to go open up doors. I didn't have to buy paint. I didn't have to follow crews around. I didn't have to do any of those things. And there was a couple sitting in front of me and they had just uh, done a deal, like their first or second deal, made like 20K. And I was like, yeah, I think I could do this. <laughs> so I just jumped in and started doing it. I got hooked up with a land profit generator, which uh, was what was being presented that day. And in 30 days, I did my first deal and you know made $8,000. And then I realized you could create passive income through creating notes and I just progressed and progressed and um, I'm still doing it today and I'm coaching other people how to do it. And I love it. It's exciting. <laughs> it's so neat because it's such a uh, unique like industry to get into. I mean, everybody's talking about real estate. How many doors can you get? How many renters can you get? How many houses can you flip? And nobody, at least in our circles, is talking about land. Only so, the rich ones. Well, only the rich ones. <laughs> only the really, <laughs> like, really wealthy ones. By, you know, by... <laughs> By chance, you go to this uh, land seminar, but how would the you know average individual that maybe is like, I'm not sure where to start. I've been thinking about getting a rental property. How do they find out more about land investing and understanding if that's a right fit for them? Well, you, I have a link. <laughs> <laughs> Links are great. What's the, the link is uh, landflippingfun.com, correct? Yeah, that is. And that just basically takes you to a webinar, which will give you an overview of it. But, you know, you, you do need to learn a system. You do need it's anything that you go into, any type of real estate that you go into. Uh, the, one of the downfalls that I had seen when I first started, uh, I guess, investigating real estate and the niche I wanted to go into was people wanted me to join up with their program and they wanted to coach me, but they didn't teach me how to do it. Mm. And I was like okay, I've sat here and I've listened to your script a hundred times. My problem isn't talking to people. I can talk to people. I can sell things. I just didn't know some of the like technique. I didn't know anything about double closings. I didn't know that you could create notes on land. I didn't know that you could get into real estate with no money out of your pocket. I didn't know the contracts. I didn't know uh, the steps going through the title company. You know, and so when you first start, those are the things that intimidate people and make them uh, draw back and sometimes never even do a deal or they get the potential for a deal and they freak out and they leave it on the table and they don't get to the closing table because they have no support and no one to turn to. So 
you know, it, you have you do have to get some education and you have to be committed to learning these techniques. And that's where a lot of people just throw in the towel. They're not willing to learn. They're not willing to get through the trips, you know, the when you fall on your face because you have no clue what you're doing. My first deal, I put the buyer as the seller on the contract and me, you know, I just had it all wrong, you know? But so they called me and they're like, yeah, you have me as the seller. And I'm like, oh my bad, let me fix that. You know, I had, I was like, I had like five kids in my house and I did, you know, <laughs> and my friend's kids. And I said, let me just fix that, you know, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't like, yeah, this is my first deal. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> I was just like rolling with it. And so then when he had further questions, I literally just pointed him to the title company, you know, and so there were questions about closing that I didn't know. And you do have to have some confidence. You can't just be like, yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, then they think that like you have no clue. You can have enough confidence that you can pull off the fact that you don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and then go get the answer and come back, you know, <laughs> learn as you go. <laughs> well, let's, let's tackle Christina, the elephant in the room that everybody has to be thinking. This all sounds great. And I think that we, we generally agree the people that, um, that we come in contact are just like where you were talking about in the, in the beginning, very interested in real estate. People understand that this is a, an, a tool that can be leveraged to accumulate a lot of wealth. It can also be leveraged to um, help to mitigate some tax liabilities. But where do you start? And not from the sense of knowledge base, but I think the biggest hangup that people have um, is that it does represent a degree of risk. And they they don't they know the risk is greater because they don't have the knowledge. And then they're like, well, so how much money do I need, or where can I get the money? How do how do we get st started from a financial standpoint um, when it comes to getting into um, purchasing and selling land? So um, there's there's a few entry points. Um, if you have capital already, obviously um, the transition is a little smoother. But if you need to maybe create some finances and some capital uh, from the get go, you, you can't start any business and just be flat broke. There are certain, you know, you got to create an LLC. You know, you got to have a bank account. You got to have an EIN. You got, well, you don't have to, but it's a good idea. You know, you've, got to, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to have like some kind of marketing. You know what I'm saying? You have to, if in my world, I had to do mailers. So I had enough, I had to have enough money to start doing direct mail. And so that's what I did. So you come in and I didn't have a lot of capital to start. I had, you know, a couple thousand dollars just to get in the door to do mailers and to get the program. But um, so I just opted to do uh, double closings and that created cash flow and or created cash capital. And so once I started closing deals, meaning I use I get a I get a seller under contract and he says he's going to sell for maybe $2,000. And then I get a buyer under contract after I've marketed the property and say he wants to sell for 15. I take it to the title company. They do a same day close, a simultaneous close or a double closing. They're all the same. And I get the spread. So right there, I just made 13, well, probably 12 after closing costs, something, something around that, around $12,000. And so now I have $12,000. Okay. So go, you know, go buy myself 
pair of shoes or something, you know, celebrate a little bit or whatever. You know, but then you need to dump that money back into your business. So if you if you don't have a lot of capital, you can start out slowly doing uh, wholesaling. It's the same as wholesaling. You see the signs, we buy houses. Those uh, people are wholesaling. And it's in my world, it's kind of a hustler's game, wholesaling, because it's quick cash. The long-term goal is passive income, which would be notes, and then using your capital to buy mother, other income-producing assets. So if you come in and you don't have a lot of money and you want to get started, you know you need to do the footwork. And the footwork would include do, uh, finding the lots that would be that would work for you. Maybe properties that are tax delinquent. And a lot of this information is public information. Mm -hmm. It is right on the websites, uh, property appraisers' websites. And you can just make a few phone calls. You can do a few little searches and you can find this information. If you are real broke, that's what you do. You sit in front of the websites and you start sending people offers. You look up their land. You just send them blind offers. You just ask them if they want to uh, sell their land, you know, and that is it's time. It's not so much money. It's more time, you know, but you get a couple of deals under your belt you know, you could you could do one deal and do fifty thousand in land, no problem. You do a hundred. I know a girl; her first deal was a hundred thousand deal. I was like, "Oh, that is wonderful!" You know, <laughs> you know for and, and this is just for a residential lot, not commercial, mm. not commercial. Just so, if I do have capital, then because mm -hmm. like, it, let's just say I'm not broke and I don't want to spend right. all of that time um, looking online. If I do have capital, where's the best place to start looking for deals at that point? So. If you have capital, you want to still property appraisers, you can get these lists, uh, but you would probably want to tar target higher price properties mm -hmm. so that you can buy them outright and or you can buy properties that maybe you could subdivide. Now, that's when the when the uh, script changes, because you can get maybe a hundred thousand dollar lot subdivided into, I don't know maybe 20 lots, something like that, and then sell it off lot by lot, or maybe put a mobile home on it or, you know, start developing it in some way. And then that $100,000 lot, if you put structures on it, put houses on it of some kind, it could go from 100,000 to, you know, multi-million, you know, three mm -hmm. or 4 million. You, but you have to have the tenacity to do that work. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I want to go back to two things that you said previously, because they're fundamentals that we teach in business. And I love that you mentioned them. Um, number one, you said that when you make a little bit of money, you buy yourself some shoes or something like that to reward yourself. And I just got to say, first off, I think that that's so important. We talk about that all the time on the None of Your Business podcast, how, how vitally important it is for your success to reward yourself after you do a lot of hard work. So not taking the entirety of that $12,000 and dumping it back in the business, but making sure that you tell your neurology and your mind that, hey, I did the work. I deserve a little something. So I like that you said that. But secondly, you also said that then you take that $12,000 or whatever's left over, depending on um, how expensive your shoes were, and then, <laughs> then you dump it back into the business. So when you were getting started, Christina, did you, how much money did you dump back in and, and do you still continue to do that today? Or how would somebody know, like, this is kind of the point where I can leverage other people's money or I need to keep building my own? 
So you instinctively start knowing, I think, I think because your bank account starts growing and you see these deals and you realize, you know what, if I used somebody else's money, I wouldn't have to pull all of this out of my account and I could use it for another asset or another business or whatever. So there, so I, you can use funding. There are in the world of land, there are people that you can do uh, funding, transactional funding. You can do maybe a short term fund, you know, where you get funded for maybe a year, six months. Cause um, I buy and sell land at a discount and um Sometimes you just don't want to use your own money. You know, I mean, it's just, it's at first you just spend your own money, spend your own money. And your bank yep. account is like a stinking roller coaster. And you're like, <laughs> okay, can we just stop that <laughs> and just, you know, make it go up? And it is leveraging. It really is. And uh, this last weekend I was with a bunch of land investors and entrepreneurs. And that kind of seemed to be the theme. It's like leveraging leveraging money and leveraging other people's money to get deals done. And again, you I, I don't, everybody's comfort level of that is a little different. It probably took me a little longer to realize that because I was like, I wanted the whole pie. I didn't want to share any of it. I wanted the mm-hmm. whole profit. So, and that is, a, that's, a, that's a thing. That's a thing. We all have, we all want the full profit, you know, but we have to pay realtors. We have to pay uh, assistance. We have to pay VAs. We have. We might as well pay a little bit out for money because the reality is you can focus on your business and you can generate more. You know, it's the expansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that that you're going to say something. <laughs> well, I was just thinking as she was talking this past week where we had that uh, lesson of a hypothetical scenario where maybe you needed some capital to fund a deal, Mm, um, but you were unable to come up with the capital and you were now in the 11th hour and you're making your last minute phone calls, right? You're just, you're, you're really grasping at straws. Um, And then somebody that, that we know that, that has capital said that they received one of these calls and they said, you know, to the person, well, how much do you stand to lose if you cannot fund your deal? Right. Said, well, if I can't fund the deal, I, I would lose $10 million in, in profit. And so the next question was, how much of that $10 million would you be willing to give me if I funded your deal? Right. Um, and, you know, and that was a big lesson because, you know, even if you gave away $9 million of it, you it got a million dollars. A million that you wouldn't have had. Yes, by leveraging right. somebody else's money. Maybe that wasn't what your plan was. Maybe right. your plan initially was like, you know, I'm going to be able to make the full 10 million, just like mm-hmm. Christina's saying, you want it all. But I think one of the keys in, in leverage is it is it helps you to get to your destination faster. Mm-hmm. And sometimes greed can stop leverage. We, we fail to see the potential in leverage because we're trying to get too much. So imagine if greed stopped this person from striking a deal, they would have net lost $10 million because the greed wouldn't have allowed them to take the funding. And not, it's actually Instead 11 because it's the 10 they didn't have for losing on the deal. But it's also the one, let's say that they gave up 9 million. Right. It's the 1 million that they also lost by being greedy. So they, they're totally out $11 million by doing that. And I, mean, I think that leverage is such an important um, concept for every entrepreneur to learn because it doesn't apply just to land. It mm-hmm. also applies in business. There's relational capital leverage. There's all kinds of leverage um, that can be gained through business. And I, I hope that everybody really receives that message that Christina is giving to us. Absolutely. So another thing that happened this week, and as we were all talking about leveraging, 
um, the question of uh, money energy came up and everybody was like, hmm, like what is the energy of money? Like, and I'm on this high right now because this conversation was so good last weekend and the conversation was, so what is the, what is money energy? You know, like you hear people talk about that and we were, we were at this uh, party where all entrepreneurs, all investors, and we were talking about deals and talking about raising capital and everybody was excited. You know, everybody was laughing, having a good time. And then on the way home, my uh, friend was in my car and she got a call where she was going to be able to make some money in just a few months by just funding a deal. And she was all doing her happy dance, her happy money dance. And it dawned on me, that's it. That is the energy of money. It's like when you go shopping and you get something that you want, it might be a little expensive, but you're not sad because it was expensive. You're more happy because you got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, it's kind of all one and the same leveraging money, money comes, money goes. But if you're just sitting here like this, what are you going to do? You're just going to fill up an overflow, but it, it's the flow of it. And I just, once I saw my friend doing the happy dance, I said, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk, we talk about that concept and I love that the idea that that money is energy and just as easily as it flows out it can come back in the worst possible thing that you can do with any amount of money is to hold it in a bank account somewhere and hoard it away because it's just stagnant and it's doing nothing right and so yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about. And you have to break out. So we're taught from childhood save your money save your money mm -hmm. save your money. So all of a sudden you're sitting there with family or whatever. And they're like, Oh, you're not saving your money. I'm like, no, I'm dumping it into investments. You know, right. like, oh. <laughs> but you realize that it's going to come back tenfold. Mm -hmm. So go ahead, spend the money. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so Christina, you mentioned that you have now gone into coaching people to mm -hmm. Do what you or build what you've built and do what you've been doing um, to accumulate some some wealth here. Um, tell people a little bit about what that looks like and how they can enter into relationship with you if they want to explore um, this idea of, of, of acquiring land and flipping land. Sure. So um, I am a coach through Land Profit Generator, uh, which is a system basically of learning how to be a land investor. I went through the coaching program. It's the program that I learned uh, how to um, do uh, land investing. I originally came in, I wasn't in coaching because I'm pretty good at doing deals. I have no issues with doing deals, but I had a hard time at scaling my business. So I asked um, at a conference that I was at for, uh, they call it LPG if um, I could go into coaching to help grow my business. And um, I came into it and, you know, I was able to learn how to scale the business. And then they asked me if I wanted to go into coaching, if I wanted to be a coach. So um, again, you can contact me through like Facebook, Christina Walls, you know, I look like me. Um, it's on uh, Instagram. Christine, let me double check my, I think it's Christina. Oh gosh, this is so embarrassing. I don't always remember all my, I think it's, so bad. I think it's, uh, yeah, Christina underscore 13 walls is my Instagram. So if you're interested in coaching, just reach out to me and I'll hook you up with um, the program. Also, landflippingfund.com is also a link that would get you connected with a uh, land profit generator also. And it's a great, not only is it a great program, some of the things I didn't see coming was the connections and the relationships 
that are within the program itself and the support. I don't think I've ever been in a career where I've had this much support, you know, that is so positive, you know, and that makes the difference in terms of helping you build your business, helping you grow personally. It's, it's fantastic. I, I cannot, um, emphasize how great of a program it's been for, for me, not just my life, but other people's lives. Well, we need to clarify. Um, you are, you are not a singer. I am not a singer. <laughs> is there another Christina Walsh? There Christina is. Wall. There is. There is another. But I look like, like, like her. <laughs> That's I don't awesome. like her. That's funny. <laughs> I've like Googled my name and I've seen the other Christina Walls. I'm like, hmm. The other Christina Walls. No, the singer. She's the landowner, not the singer. The yeah. land flipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but if you I think Christina Walls and land, you'll find me. You there you go. You'll find her. <laughs> I think for anybody listening out there, you know, if you have, you know, you know, stepped into the idea and thought previously about maybe doing real estate, um, getting rental properties, flipping houses. And if you were like Christina and you're like, that just seems like a whole lot of work and too much to do, too much to learn, you know, maybe land is the right fit for you. So I'd highly recommend checking out landflippingfun.com to watch the webinar and see maybe land is where you want to put your money. Well, just so you know, land flipping fun, F-U-N. Not, not fund with a D. Well, I thought like it was a fun. Having fun. Yeah. Like Christina fun. is fun. You want to have fun flipping land. Fun flipping land. Then go to land flipping fun. You just and look. You're just registering for a webinar. Informational webinar will give you some information, and then from there you can explore a deeper relationship with with Christina and uh, hopefully jump into acquiring some properties, building your net worth, and taking advantage of all of the tax advantages that come along with doing that as well. Christina, anything else that you uh, think is super important for uh, our viewers and listeners? Just go create a business around the way you want to live. <laughs> yes, I love, I love that. I mm -hmm. love it. Well, thank you so much for being an amazing high energy guest. I mm -hmm. hope that people will explore this. This is something that, you know, a lot of people like have had in the back of their mind, mm -hmm. like I would love to get into real estate and then they think about land because then you don't have you know, the upkeep and the property and, and the, the rehab <laughs> and dealing with the people. And if that's, if that's you, if you're like, Hey, I've been thinking about this, you've got to check out Christina walls, go to www.landflippingfun, landflippingfun.com. And you will find her there. Christina, thank you so much for being on with us. We super appreciate you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Lacey. Nice having me. It was nice having you. It was nice having you. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you get updated every time we drop a brand new episode. And if you haven't yet joined us at Black Diamond Club, go to www.blackdiamondclub.com. There we have 600 plus service providers all waiting for you with open arms. They're waiting to figure out how we can collaborate to help each other all reach more people, make a bigger impact and create the lifestyle of our dreams. Until next week, have a great week.